Does sliding in the DMs work? It does. It does. <laughs> it does. Time, yeah, it does. I think a chill way to you know approach somebody when you have a class with them, or you just go and ask, "Hey, can I sit beside you?" And then you can just strike up a conversation. What do you think of? Cut some, but there was one question that I mean, kind of very superficial, but it's like, "What makes you a bad bitch?" And to me, confidence. Like that's such a good point, but it has to do with the fact that these men have no female interactions ever. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Medium the Message episode 19, titled "The Girls." Um, I wish I came up with something better, but that's okay. Um, today, I'm joined by a wonderful crowd, some um, returning guests, and some new guests. So that's exciting. So as always, first things first, let's introduce everyone. Um, I would like to first have our star of the show go first. So um, Bob, do you want to go first? Absolutely. Um, so my name is Bav. I'm a fifth year poli sci student. I was also on the episode with the guys. So yes. this is going to be interesting because now it's all of you against me. So this will be fun. Mm-hmm. So you're like in the same classes as Ali and all that. Exactly, exactly. And that's how I've been roped into doing all these sorts of things is that he places great faith in my ability to come up with very good content for you all. So I hope I can deliver. Absolutely. Amazing. Okay. Our new guest, Aya, you've never been on. This is a different Aya than the usual Aya. Um, So do you want to say a little something about yourself? Hi, my name is Aya and I'm in second year. And I'm a psychology and philosophy major with a minor in French. Oh, that's so cute. Okay, Hala. <laughs> my name is, okay, I'm unmuted. My name is Hala, and I'm doing a double major in environmental science and environmental management, and I'm in second year. Nice. Rania? Um, my name is Rania. I'm in second year, and I'm doing a major in chemistry. <laughs> Stop. You're doing a major in chemistry and biology for health sciences. Amazing. Perla. Hi, I'm Perla. Um, I'm double majoring in bio for health sci and chemistry as well. (laughs) Okay. Um, I'm Liz. You guys know me. I'm uh, majoring in chem and minoring in bio and art history. So, Shall we get started with the questions? Yes, please. Yes. So because it's your episode, I want to ask you, you guys want to start with serious questions or not so serious questions? You guys dictate the tone. Mm, goofy? We can do both. Goofy? Or yeah, do you want to go okay. like one of each, like back and forth? So that we're Yeah, not- yeah. So we'll start with not serious first. Um, <laughs> disclosure, I did not write these, so... <laughs> They're independent of me. But the first question is, are girls ever simps? <laughs> Why does this no. feel like a game show? <laughs> um, right. Um, Definitely not. Simps? I don't know why you would assume that. <laughs> <laughs> I see the direction we're taking here. Okay. <laughs> Only men simping. <laughs> um, well, in a serious answer, no. <laughs> Um, okay, okay, I think it depends. Okay, yes, we are Sims. And I think sometimes it's it works in our favor and other times it works, it does not work in our favor. Um, 
but I don't think that it should be okay well like okay you can be a simp in like a cute way when you're like trying to get with someone or you're trying to like woo someone and you're being like you know simpy but then Mm -hmm. if you're like if you're like with someone and they like at the point where they're like together and they don't reciprocate the simpness then you just look like a fool you know that's what I'm trying to say does that make sense so we also simp and like the other person doesn't know we're simping for them so it's like a behind the scenes thing you know you do it with the girls or whatever and like they don't know oh I see yeah subtweeting them it's my yeah. favorite activity. That's Hala's favorite activity. Yeah. That's Hala's whole Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You literally did that today. <laughs> yeah, anyways. I don't know. Let me ask them, what, what does it mean to be a female simp? What, like, do you guys think that dynamic is different than a guy that's a simp? I think it's the same. The no, I just think it's that a girl safe. being a simp can be like a personality trait, like she's cute, but then a guy being a simp is like, like he's like being a simp. And it, I think it has a more negative connotation when it comes to guys because they're they're known to like put on this kind of like hard-headed attitude, even mm-hmm. when it comes to relationships. And then they like go all soft and it's like, like, you know, they get made fun of for it, but. Yeah, but they never right. get made fun of by girls. They get made fun of by yeah, girls. exactly. No. Other yeah. boys, yeah. yeah. I mean, there are some guys that take it too far. Where there's yeah, if you like... take it too far, then you just deserve being made fun of. But like, <laughs> if it's just like, if it's like a like a regular level of simp, then you're usually not being made fun of by girls. It's usually guys that are making fun of you. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So. If being a simp is mostly a uh, a negative to guys, you guys would never see that. Or is, I'm I'm assuming you guys are speaking for all women here. Would you guys ever say that it's like a complete turn off if a guy's his game plan is like, hey, I want to talk to this girl, so I'm just gonna go completely in that direction of being overly simpy, for lack of a better word. If I mean, he could come off. It like, gets to the point where it's cling uh, clingy. I'm yeah. Simple. Yeah, yeah, and that's like. So a you guys say that's like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. So is that like a complete one eighty in your feelings if somebody ever, some guy ever hit you with any of those? I mean, I think there's a sweet if, spot. If they do it once and it's like this big, grand, like cute gesture, then yeah. But if like every day there's like something like. I, okay, I know this might make me sound kind of crazy, but like, I don't need a guy to tell me like, oh my God, you're so beautiful. You're so precious. You're my flowery baby. I love you so every single waking moment of my day. Like I would rather go and be single for the rest of my life. But like if once in a while, like, you know, they do some kind of grand gesture or even not a grand gesture, just like put in the effort. Like, I think that's really, really nice. And especially when you're first talking to someone, um, whether you're a girl or a guy, putting in an, an effort is such an attractive thing. Um, and it just like says a lot about kind of your commitment to the person as well as like, you know, shows them that you're interested. So speaking of approach, <clears throat> the second question, what's the best way for somebody to approach a girl for a conversation? Like in person? Like, let's say you, you guys are strangers complete strangers let's say it's on campus 
Mm. Maybe ask to get a coffee or something. Or mm, straight up, I would say no. Yeah, you can be like, hey, like we have this class together, and like I was wondering if you wanted to grab a coffee and study or something. Like I would say, don't, because you could mm. come off too strong still. I would say only do that if you've like made eye contact with them and they like know of your existence. Maybe like you, if you've yeah. seen them like <laughs> smile at you, even like just simply smile. But like if you've, this girl has literally, or this guy has literally never laid eyes on you, do not go up to them and be like, hey, do you want to go grab a coffee? Cause they're going to be like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> so you know, you yeah. definitely have to know you exist, you know? Yeah. yeah. I think a chill way to, you know, approach somebody when you have a class with them or, you just go and ask, hey, can I sit beside you? And then you can just strike up a conversation. What do you think of, you know? Yeah, don't approach, you don't approach immediately with like romantic interest. Like make it like a little friendly at first. Yeah, it can get really creepy, but like be a little friendly at first and then. Mm-hmm. Perla? Follow-up question. Wait one second, Perla, do you have anything? Um. No, I agree with Rain with the, um, like, friendly approach, because I feel like just, like, going straight up and being like, hey, do you want to get coffee is, like, kind of weird to me. I don't know. Weird. <laughs> Especially because I don't trust anyone, so yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, next, you were saying follow-up question. Yeah, uh, no, I agree with you guys. That's aggressive to to be going straight up to somebody that you don't know and saying, hey, let's get coffee. I don't even think I would ever do that. That's too scary for me. Anyways, yeah. follow-up question. Do girls want to be approached at the gym? I think this is something a lot of guys want to know. <laughs> no. Okay. Wait, pause, yeah. stop. I actually have a response for this. I think it's fine, but like at the end of her workout, and like not in the parking lot because you're gonna like you know that's just not it like I'm running to my car locking the door like also again if you've made eye contact with her and like if you've like you know although a lot of girls at the gym they literally go just to grind and if she like couldn't care less doesn't look around like do not bother her but if like she's like open and like chill then like at the end of her workout you can go and like be like hey um like I see you here sometimes. That's kind of awkward, but you can be like, hey, like I've seen you around. I think you're really pretty. Like, would you, can I have your number? Like, I think that's fine, but not like in the middle of a set. Like if she's like bench pressing and you like tower over her and you're like, hey, can I have your number? She's going to be like, no. Does that, do you think that that's a good answer? Do you think that's not what people want to hear? No, I think that's very valid, honestly, because like you're, you want the opportunity to go and talk to them. So the best way to go about it is definitely not in between her workout. I just feel like that's a really creepy thing to do. I feel like you're legit sweating and then this random dude mm-hmm. comes up to you and he's like, oh, you're sweet. You know, can I get your number? I think that's really weird. So yeah, yeah. I think at the end of the workout is best. Yeah, I think also if you do it in the middle like she can get self-conscious for the rest of her workout like she's like oh am I do I look cute or anything so like I think at the end is safest but I still think it's best if you don't do it (laughs) also I was talking to my friend and he was like he always goes to the gym at like six in the morning and I was like why would you do that to yourself and he's like he's like if you want me to be honest it's because all of the cute girls are there at six and I'm like 
guys, if you I just hate that so much. Like I get it that like girls can be motivating, but like that, how does that make us feel? Like we just feel like these like objects and I just don't vibe with that. That's why I go to the gym at 1030 in the evening and nobody's there. So, but yeah, just like be careful in what your intentions are, you know? But the gym is like a community. I know that a lot of like gym guys really would prefer to date someone that also goes to the gym because otherwise it can be demotivating. So I kind of agree with that too. But yeah. I have a question about something you guys said. Something you said, Liz. Is it not equally creepy if a guy is just standing there waiting for you to finish your workout and then creepily comes by and says oh now that you know now that you're done what are you what are you doing tonight is that not equally creepy like a dude just chilling around the gym watching you waiting until you're done that's not what i meant you have to have game like you you can't be like some creep off the block like you have to have some kind of game no i mean like oh my god that's not that's literally not what i meant again as i said like you have to have some kind of connection you know like you have to have like made eye contact with her at least or like given her a smile or something but um, I don't know. I mean, what if you say they, it that way, uh, Liz, how do they know when we're finished? Like, they would have to watch like all the way through until they know like there's. A- or you can do it when you're done, and then go ask and then leave. It doesn't matter. But then I don't know. Now I'm now I feel like I I'm like attracting creeps. Okay. Um, <laughs> do I take back my answer or do I just move on with it? I don't know. I think like, no, I mean, don't wait. I think like, I think just do your workout in the meanwhile. And then then ask, I don't know. It's also important, like important how the dude says what he wants to say. Like, you're not going to go up to the girl and be like, damn, you know, like you got a nice body. You're going to strike up a conversation in a decent way. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Now I'm like, On that note. Okay. Sorry, Liz. Did you want to say something? No, no. No, I'm just, I just regret talking in the first place. <laughs> no, okay. no. You know what? That's great advice. Let me make it a little bit easier for the guys listening. What are some clear green signs that, okay, this girl is showing some sort of interest that makes it a little bit easier to approach in these awkward settings? Mm. how do how do we put this without like putting down every girl okay first of all I don't think that if she wears some kind of like revealing clothing or like a cute workout set that means that she wants guys to talk to her that just means that she wants to feel confident she wants to take care of herself like For me, when I go to the gym, I wear sweatpants and a baggy t-shirt and I couldn't care less. And like, I mean, sure, come talk to me. I don't give a shit. But like, I don't think you should base it off that. Rather, what like a good sign is, is like if she's like making eye contact. If I don't want to talk to anyone, I will literally put on my huge beats, have a towel around my neck, look sweaty as hell and look at the ground or like the mirror if I'm like, you know, setting myself. But that's it. Like if she's making eye contact, like the same thing when you're in lecture, if a girl repeatedly makes eye contact with you, as sad as it is, that means that she's like shooting her shot, kind of. Yeah, yeah. I think I agree. It's either that or we do nothing and we avoid even looking your way. 
Yeah. Well, that's if you're shy. I get that too, but can't really. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like you have to have confidence and then you also have to be able to take rejection because like, I feel like it's really hard to tell with girls. So like, you kind of just have to go in blind and like (laughs) hope that you can take the rejection at the end. Yeah. Moving on. Okay. No, I'm fine. Do you have anything to add? No, I was thinking about what Rain said about um, taking rejection because it's true. Like when you put yourself out there, you have to be totally ready for the the chance of the girls going to say no or the guy either way. But um, eye contact, sadly, is how most girls shoot their shot. <laughs> I yeah. yeah. Or like smiles. Smile at anyone. <laughs> no. Moving on to a virtual setting where we can't smile and exchange eye contact. Does sliding in the DMs work? It does. It does. <laughs> it does. Well, time, yeah, it does. Because usually, okay, people don't really slide in without like any previous interactions or hints, right? Like if you do it right after you follow someone, mm-hmm. that's likely not going to work, right? But yeah. like kind of like ease into it and like interact and like kind of become friends like that and then do it. Once you think the feeling is kind of there, that it's mutual, then yeah, it would likely work. Yeah. And also, I think like- it's very similar. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. It's very similar to like in real life. Like, no one's going to come up to you. Like, don't come up to someone with like immediately, like, hey, I want you. You have to like build a friendship and build a relationship because that builds trust. And so, like, as long as you have that trust established, then you can go in. But if it's like, a random stranger then you usually get blocked yeah also like a good thing to do for that thing is to like if they posted like a story or something reply to it but don't reply with like flame emojis like fuck that get out like be like like it has to be a non a story that's not of her or him like maybe like they shared like a movie they like or something or they like i don't know shared the basketball highlight or whatever guys do <laughs> and then you could be like yo that was so cool as well I love that too like or like if they share me and be like lol that's so funny um but don't like send an emoji and think that's gonna get you anywhere because it will literally just get you either deleted or blocked so yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't like DMs like sliding in even if it's from a friend I always just like I kind of just gloss over it. But if it's an actual response to something like I've tweeted, I tweeted something mm-hmm. important and they're giving me a real reply, then I'll then I'll be like, okay, I'm going to respond. Or a meme. Sometimes memes are, make me laugh. But aside mm-hmm. from that, like a random DM, even if it's from somebody I kind of know, I just won't respond. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I always like to give people, like if someone DMs me and they're like, hey, like I've seen you around or like, like you seem really whatever I'll always give them a chance but in the first like few moments of conversation it's really um easy for me to just block them because I I get a vibe like you get a vibe so but definitely like shoot your shot like it's (laughs) yeah Hala you were gonna say something I was just gonna continue on to what you were saying like it's really easy to tell especially from that like first conversation if you want to like keep it going and you can kind of feel out the vibe between you two you know like if it's 
headed in the right direction or not. As long as it's respectful. If it's a respectful shoot your shot, yeah, go ahead. But if it's like, dang, you look fine tonight. (laughs) No, thank you. Okay. Look away. (laughs) Like, give them something to work with. Like, if you tell someone they're cute, they're like, okay, and... Like, what, exactly. am I, what am I supposed to do with that? Give them something to work with. Give a conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't be bland. Yeah, don't exactly. be bland. Yeah. Okay. This is going to be the last not serious question, just for a little bit. Um, what's the creepiest DM that you guys have gotten? If you guys want to share it. <laughs> let, me, let, me um, <laughs> let me look she said i delete i have my block list on instagram <laughs> a marriage proposal Ooh, like um oh. that was so weird bro it was like um i want to wake up every day next to you you're the person <laughs> i want to spend forever mm. with, and it was like this long and was um, it like a person our age or like a, a person a little bit older than us and i knew the dude but um, oh, that's awkward in many ways. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's just I'm weird. Um, mine was like, like a very like odd, scary, creepy. I don't it? know if I can find it. Wait. Um, <laughs> my, oh, the, the, the dick pics. Those are on those Instagram. Are on Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I've been on Twitter for cool. like, what? Yeah, you've never no. gotten one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would rather not ever get one. Thank you so much. Yeah. I'll pass up on that um, one. That wasn't even the weirdest one. I'm trying to find the like weird one that I was really like, whoa. Um, also, I don't I'd know like if I can find add, it. Mm-hmm. Wait, while Rania's looking, I'd like, yeah. like to also add that Girls can also slide into DMs and I myself have slid into a few DMs and I think that's totally, that's amazing as well. Um, Some guys cannot take hints because they are, um, what's the way to put this nicely? Stupid. So sometimes (laughs) if you just really feel like someone could possibly be someone either you want to be even just friends with or like of the same or opposite gender does not matter or someone that you generally would would like to like go out with or perhaps like have a relationship with slide into the dms it costs nothing it's free and honestly each time you do it you kind of like learn something new about yourself and like about how to like communicate with people so Mm -hmm. not every time i've slid into dms it's led to anything like sometimes it's just like a conversation or like like a quick conversation and it's like "Eh, i'm not really feeling this and like neither of us are feeling it so it's over but like you tried and you know what that's cute that's cool um mine was want to die with me i will drink poison with you at the same time but the only condition is we have to raise a toast of our poison over the atnt girls boobies sound good from sean not yeah, you exposing his name. Oh. Take it back. We shouldn't be saying his name. His at is Sean Y Simp. <laughs> That's his at. Rania. What? He deserves it. Yeah, literally, he lives yeah, up to I his name. I literally don't care. Oh my god. So that was yeah, Sean. So, by the way, guys, Rania. 
<laughs> Rania's what? a character. Why? She's a character. I don't know. Yeah. It's really loud. I turned my um requests off on Twitter <laughs> so no one can DM me now. I've literally never gotten I mean, I do have 22 followers on Twitter, but like I, I didn't know people could send pict- explicit pictures on Twitter. I thought that was like just oh, they do. snap or whatever. But how? Oh, Isn't it do. censored? Like in the Yeah, DM? it censors it. But I was it, that was like my first one. And I was like, I clicked it. Oh, he was like, I was, he was like, hi. And I was like, hi, what's up? And then he sent the picture and he was like, my dick. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> cool. Oh my God. <laughs> so that was fun. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Yeah. Wait, okay, very brief. Yeah. Very brief follow up for this year's question. Because I want to know your guys' thoughts on this. Do you guys feel like Instagram has become this de facto dating site now? because of all these this culture of like constantly following people you don't know and communicating with these people you don't know i don't follow people i don't know yeah i don't i feel like instagram is dying as a whole because like yeah yeah i just don't i don't let people that don't that i don't know follow me yeah so i feel like maybe for like other people but for me you know private account only people that i know follow me so same yeah. yeah fair enough Okay, are you guys ready for the hard-hitting questions? Yeah. <laughs> Would you have an issue with either your partner making more money than you or you making more money than your partner? No. 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't have an issue. As long as you can live comfortably with your income, like both of your incomes, then I don't think it matters. Yeah. I mean, I will say this. I did grow up in an environment environment where I was my mother has always told me that like your husband should make more money than you and I think I think it does matter if I think it can matter but it it shouldn't um and it really does depend on the person but as long as like you're on the same page I don't think that it's right for people to not be or be in a relationship because of this. I feel like there's a bunch of other factors that are so much more important than income. But at the same time, I will say this, um, if your significant other has no future, then you have no future together, okay? So if they are going nowhere in life and they're just living on your couch or whatever, and they are not working on self-developing themselves. The thing is you can date, like, let's say like a wannabe musician who's making no money, but they're like super passionate, like that's beautiful. But if they just sit on their couch, watch TV, eat, whatever, go to like a mediocre job that they hate or have no job at all, that's not someone that you should be settling with or that you should be okay with being with. And yeah, but that's- Yeah, I agree. And I don't think it's right to like, say that oh you're a bad person if this does matter to you I don't think it's it makes you a bad person I think people have different expectations for how their life how they want their lives to look like um if a girl wants to say you know be a stay-at-home mom then I don't think it's wrong to look for someone who makes enough money to support two people um so I think it just depends on how you want your future to look like and if the responsibilities are balanced like if I make more money than you are you staying at home doing more chores um if I'm working more hours are you like taking care of the kids more 
you know, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Perla, did you want to add something? You haven't spoken in a while. Um, yeah, I, I agree. But again, like, it also comes into play, like how people like are raised and what their parents tell them. And like, you know, cult culture also comes into play because um, like Rain said, like some cultures, like it's kind of expected for you, to, like as a woman to like stay home and cook and take care of the kids. So obviously you would have to look for someone that can support like an entire family. Like who else is going to be paying for that? Yeah. So yeah. But like that as much as that's so true. And in some families you kind of have to adhere to it. Still, like that shouldn't be what determines your future. Like if as a woman you really, really want to have a stable career and have kids, you can do it. And that doesn't mean that you should stay home just because it's in your culture. Although I do comprehend that in a lot of cultures there's very, very strict rules against that. And that's not something I'm gonna talk about. So yeah. But I think even like outside of culture, like some girls might just want to be a stay at home mom. Like maybe they love motherhood so much. They want to like be home with the kids. They like cooking. Like maybe that's just their goal in life. And I think that's fine. I don't think it makes them like any less of an ambitious woman or anything. No, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Assuming that you're, you know, both working and you're married, whatever, or you're living together, um, I I don't like the idea of seeing your partner's salary as like a competition, like who's making more than the other. Mm -hmm. You're a team, your income is technically one, you're both spending on the bills, you're both spending on groceries and your kids and whatever. So I don't really think my husband making more than me or me making more than my husband is going to be like an issue. You know? Yeah, it shouldn't intimidate you because Mm -hmm. like you make however much you make and that's what you work for and like yeah. it's not something you should base a relationship off of. I do believe that like if you are to settle with someone, like you should like share your money. It's it should it that's my opinion at least. If I'm gonna be with someone in the long, long term, like I wanna have access to the same money. It's not like I get like my money's my money, your money's your money. Like it's kind of the way my mom and I work, which I know is strange, but like if she needs something, I help around the house even like with money. Like it's just it's our money we live together so we support each other even in that way Um, yeah I think like you have to look at it as a household income can your household income as a whole whether it's coming from you or from your partner can it support your life together like your lifestyle together can it support that I think as long as it can as a joint income then that's fine it doesn't matter who's contributing to it more as long as there's a balance like I don't I shouldn't have to work 10 hours while my partner works four hours if we're both working say eight hours I make maybe 50k he makes 40k then that's fine I can't ask him to like work more but I think as long as there's a balance then it's fine exactly okay answers um I guess this one's a little bit more serious than the last one uh have you ever experienced any kind of disadvantages or discrimination of any severity as undergraduate students here at uh, just that we'll just say as undergraduate students we won't say it here at uft mm. how do i say this there are professors 
of both genders of both genders that prefer a certain gender over the other like 100% I've had this even happen to me in a workplace I've had a manager prefer men over women um in like an obvious way and I've had this in less obvious ways in the classroom as well um and you know what like you win some you lose some like it sucks that people have those kinds of biases and that kind of like gender disparity, but like it happens, especially with older professors. I noticed that. Anyone else? I think I personally haven't experienced it in my um, education journey, but I don't think that's to say that no one else has. Um, Maybe I've just been lucky with like my professors but at the end of the day, the major that I chose, I chose it because I'm a woman. So I didn't want to major in the major that I'm in right now. But with societal pressure, family pressure, I chose this major. So I think that was like one of the biggest, um, I don't want to say disadvantages because at the end of the day, I made that decision. But I think the pressure as, well, you're a girl, this is like a, this is a girl job. This is a job that's fit for a female. I think at the end of the day, that's always been like something in the back of my head with every action that I take, is this gonna look good for me as a female? Like, is this something people expect from a female? So I think that's as a whole, like been um, a really big part of my experience in education, but like gender discrimination in the university, within the university, I haven't experienced that. Have yes. you ever experienced it from any other students per se, like maybe in a group setting, like a group project or yes, anything time. like that? All I feel like time. that might be yeah. more common, you know, so. Um, especially uh, men of certain ethnicities, um, mm-hmm. certain cultural backgrounds, they literally um, will target, especially like particularly um, white women and not and women of their own culture as well. Um, and that is actually worse than a professor preferring a guy over a girl and it sucks and I hate it a lot and um, I could say more but I will not because I don't want to get canceled. I feel like being in the sciences we're definitely um, we see that like it's been talked about for so long the gender bias inside of the sciences but um, despite how much we talk about it, like it's still there. It's still very much evident. And you can tell that when you're talking to not even just students and professors, but like just when you tell other people that like, let's say, I don't know, you're a math major or a math specialist or anything. And they just, they don't really think you're doing well in the field. Or they question your, or they question your, like, femininity. They question your femininity. They're like, oh, you must be, like, a geek. I'm like, yeah, a nerd, a nerd. Yeah. (laughs) You must be a nerd. Like, okay. (laughs) Like, I dress pretty on the weekends, but, like, it's not (laughs) up to you to know, but whatever. Um, But, yeah. They're, like, especially for us in in chem, like, there's... Sorry, Liz, go ahead. In chem, it's, like, I'm sorry, like, it's, like, what, 80% men? I'd say maybe a little less, but like bio on the other hand is a lot of um, girls, but I don't, think I don't know. They can see that, I don't think they can see that it like that we 
that we see it like when they're talking to us like they don't even mean to they'll be like oh like really like and it doesn't it it's just kind of like second nature to them Mm -hmm. so that's why they don't really think about it yeah you're gonna say something yeah uh the reason i asked you know even i've um seen it happen secondhand and heard stories uh one that comes to mind is it's a STEM program that's majority guys. I would say like 90, 95% guys. Um, and I'll just say that the majority of those guys, um, to put it nicely, don't understand social cues. And I've heard um, from female friends of mine that when they were put into a group setting with four or five of them, um, very quickly she was demoralized because any idea she had was kind of questioned and guessed and you know, it was like, she was hit with this tone of like, do you really know what you're talking about? And the conversation kept devolving into like only fans and things like that. Like ridiculous things that are so unprofessional that you would be surprised to like hear that they actually happen in this setting. Like that's such a good point, um, Bob, but it has to do with the fact that these men have no female interactions ever. So when they do interact- no, but when they do interact with females, they do not know how to act. And it sucks that it's this way. And it's like, <laughs> like, as a girl, you have these standards. And like, the more you go through life, and the more you interact with men, your standards change. Um, and <laughs> for me, at least every time they get higher, because I swear, I've been at the bottom. So we're not doing that anymore. But it comes to the point where these men have like, they don't really understand how women function and like we are not our body we are also our mind and i'm sorry but i've met some of the brightest girls in stem and i mean all of you guys in this podcast i mean other than i who i've never had a course with like i've had courses with all these girls and like we can do anything and it like anything that a guy can do like we do better than them a lot of the time too and you know i know Perla and I have a friend and when we tell him our marks he's like oh really like no way like okay like thanks <laughs> like discredit it but it's like a thing so whatever um but yeah but it's also weird because like you said they have like they don't really interact much no offense to them but like with females <laughs> and full um, offense yeah full offense um, honestly sorry, they're lost I take that back. full offense um yeah and they like expect to marry like a more educated female but then once they come across one in their own field they don't like to acknowledge that they're more educated than them so it's kind of like this weird thing where it's like okay like pick a side like what do you want (laughs) yeah yeah i don't know we got a couple more serious questions um this next one's a little extremely open-ended um what does it mean to be a woman to you and what are some things that everybody else may not know about uh your gender or things that we as guys perceive completely the wrong way Mm. i think to me being like a woman is just like just being strong you know making your own decisions um whether that's like something that goes with uh, society standards or against society standards, it's your own decision at the end of the day, because of 
uh, your own desires and your own ambitions. Um, I think, you know, just not letting um, people speak over you, not letting people um, disrespect you or look down on you. I think that's like what being a woman is because at the end of the day, like this example of me being a woman, like the woman that I am today is going to be um, one of the biggest examples of what a woman is for my future daughter, if I have one. So like just the same that you would want to set um, a good example for your sons. I want to set that good example for my daughter. I don't want to, I don't want her to think that it's okay to take people's shit and it's okay for men to disrespect her. And it's okay for like people to look down on her or think she's stupid just because she's a woman. Yeah. So yeah. You know, you know what I love about um, women in general over the last, even just the last hundred years, we have evolved and we have bloomed so beautifully and we fought for our rights. We fought for each other and I think that says a lot more about how strong we are no offense to y'all men um but it just says a lot about who we are and although there are um I will never understand girls that put other girls down but at least from my experience having other girls support you and it's not just like I know guys like give each other fist bumps and it's like yo good job like whatever but like it's a different kind of support it's a mutual understanding it's a you know they're there when you need them and I think it comes to play with the fact that girls are open with their emotions and I'm not saying that guys are not I'm just saying we are more open with our emotions just because it's more socially accepted and for that reason we communicate better with each other and we build this really strong sisterhood. And it's, I think that's beautiful. And I love that about being um, a woman. And as Rania said, I just love proving people wrong, proving men wrong, particularly, and just being like, actually, actually I can do this too. So yeah. yeah. Hala, I want everyone to answer this. I love this question. Hala, go. To add on to what you were saying, I think it's like, we're all connected with like, our struggles you know what I mean like we all kind of like though they differ in like their specifics in general we have like the same struggles we go through the same kind of discrimination and like judgment and all of that and it kind of like like you said it builds like a sisterhood where we're all kind of like like this is not my competition you know she's like on the same level as me and it kind of like builds it builds like trust and connection between people or between women. It's kind of like, I don't know, it's just a really nice thing. Yeah, I mean, I think at the end of the day, men aren't going to have our backs, not now and not for a long, long time. So I think women's support is very important to us. No, I'm dead serious. Like if you go, if I go to workplace, I know none of these men will have my back. If I go to university, I know none of these men in the room with me will have my back. So if I don't have the women's support, then I'm on my own. So I think that's why like women supporting women is so important to us. And we talk about it so much. And like, I think some people think it gets like redundant and like we talk about it way too much. But I think it's really important. And that's where its importance comes from is like, these are the only people that are going to have my back. And these are the only people that are going to have it because they understand my struggle. And for the right reasons. Yeah. Um, so It sucks that we have to say this, but like, that's just how it is. I have actually never thought of that, but that's fully right. Like I would, I would literally trust any girl with like, kind of goes back to a very 
mundane example, but like trusting someone with your drink, like even my closest friend, you know, maybe some night I might just get a feeling and I'm like, actually, let me hold this myself, you know, but a girl I would never doubt. I'm not saying that there are not girls that do weird shit, but anyways, I, yeah. Um, I think when it comes to what is, what does it mean to be a woman? It's very different for every single person because, you know, everyone has different experiences that shape them and create them into having their definition. But at the same time, all I can focus on for myself and for, you know, my friends and my daughters one day is what kind of woman do you want to be as opposed to the kind of woman everybody else wants you to be. And it's like, yeah, I want to be strong. I want to be intelligent. I want to be capable and kind and, and sensitive to people's emotions, which is another thing that a lot of men don't understand and a lot of older generations too, is that they think girls are so sensitive and they're so quick to be like, oh, is it like her time of month or something? She's probably on her period. She's extremely sensitive right now. But sensitivity isn't a bad thing necessarily, of course. It's like your emotions are heightened and you're able to empathize more with other people and I think a lot of men are just so quick to be like you're sensitive you can't take anything but in reality it's it's like no on on the contrary I'm I'm so much more attuned to how other people feel as opposed to just dismissing their feelings like a lot of men will try to do yeah Carla um I think being a woman is like the most obvious thing is just like strength and perseverance because we've put up with so much shit and um I just think that it's just like a quality we have to like we've grown to have now and it's important to also know that it's okay to be vulnerable because like I said vulnerability is not necessarily a weakness like it's more of a strength and again, back to the woman supporting woman, it's really important as well because if you don't have respect for yourself and if you don't have respect for other women, then how can you expect other people, uh, other people, uh, like other like men to respect us as well? Like if we can't do that to ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Bob, do you have anything else? Yes, this is the last question. Um, this is this is another very large question, open-ended. Do you feel the world is moving in the right direction in terms of equality between genders, or do you guys think there's still much to do? And if there is much to do, are we slowly getting to the point of, of working on those things and creating meaningful change? I think... Hmm. I just think that because certain um, certain things are rooted in kind of the way that you're raised as a guy, you know, and I just don't think that's going to change because as humans, change is very hard to do. And although it is moving, I don't think it's moving fast enough. And there are way too many detours. There are way too many things that we have to fight for that we shouldn't even have to fight for. Um, there are many communities within the gender and beyond just the two genders that we have to fight for that again we should not have to fight for um i genuinely believe that there will never be gender equality um and that sucks 
I don't know. That's just, that's just how I see it. I, at least not while I'm alive and probably not while my child is alive. Um, but I think the past has been indicative of the future, but it's taken so many years even just to get women to fucking be able to vote, like, come on. Um, and so, yeah, there's still a lot of problems and a lot of it isn't even like legislature. It's just like how men and even other things work that just impede us from really having gender equality, so yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think change is happening but it's so, so, so slow. I think like every generation of men that comes, of course they're learning like, not all of them, but they're learning like how to deal with women better, um, how to like respect them and put them on the same level as their fellow males. But I think until every single man on the face of the earth is like that, it's gonna be very, very slow. Like. It's not going to happen in our lifetimes, in our children's lifetimes, or in our children's children's lifetimes. So I think yeah. the change is happening. We can see that it's happening, but it's so slow. And, and even a, then, yeah. no one is, not lot. everyone is conforming to this yeah. change. Because yeah. there's a whole lot rooted in cultural, um, in cultures. And I mean, or at least like us, like Iranian parallel, we talk about this all the time. There's so much rooted in culture and where you come from. And that's why I'm like, um, actually I'd rather not date someone of this um, origin or whatever. Like that's just because there are certain cultures that are more, um, yeah, anyways, fill in the blanks there. Yeah. No, no, go, go. I agree that it's like really slow and an issue is that it's rooted in a lot of systems and institutions and like discrimination and inequality. And like, you can see that with um, the US at the first woman VP and it's 2021. Like it's a really long time before that happened. And for no like real reason other than women weren't really in politics also because of discrimination and also because of inequalities. And so to break those barriers took like a really, really long time. And like Rania said, it's gonna be generations that are gonna have to unlearn and relearn new things and kind of like new modes of thinking and doing. And I think to get there is gonna take like a a much longer time than it took to get where we are today. And there's also really? other That's things a, that we're, uh, sorry, Perla, real quick. There's also <laughs> other things, mm, there's also other things that we're fighting for right now that are um, more important than gender rights, like um, Black Lives Matter and indigenous rights. And it's just like, there's so much that's overloading the world right now that as women, we're just being the strong, the strongest that we can. And we don't even have the time to fight for our own rights. So I think something that. that you just mentioned reminded me of, Change is not going to happen at the same rate for everyone. Um, a white woman is not going to experience the same discrimination that a black woman will. And so I think, like, if we can get, like, white women to be, like, equal to men, that's going to be, like, maybe in 20 years. And then what about all the other women? Mm-hmm. Like, there's so much intersectionality. People have, like, there's religion, there's culture, there's race, there's, like, just where you live in general. 
Um, and so I think like to really truly get every single woman on the same level of men and like get that equality, that's going to take a long time because there's other issues that we have to work mm-hmm. with like feminism. Like there's other issues that we have to solve with gender equality, like race equality so that every woman of every race can have the same equality. Yeah. Carla, you were going to say something before I cut you off. Um, I was just going to say that at the rate that we're moving, that we have changed. Like, it's not even pessimistic to think that no, in no time, like, near, are we going to get a big amount of change. Like, definitely not in any of our lifetimes. I think it's just being realistic about it because everything is kind of, like, pitted against us, like, against our, like, whatever we do like society in general just is always gonna think about us as as little like as we can't grow as we can't evolve and I think it's gonna take a really long time to get over that because again like it's rooted inside of different systems and you have to go and rebuild the entire system in order to make change like you can't just keep building on the system Mm. Um, I believe, hi, I believe, (laughs) no, you're good, good. (laughs) I'd like to believe that our generation, like the people here, when we have kids eventually, that we're going to instill this mindset that, you know, women Mm -hmm. and men should be equal, because when you look at our childhood growing up, besides culture, besides whatever, even in elementary and middle school, I remember that male teachers and even the female teachers would only try to get help from the guys when it came to carrying textbooks because they thought it was too heavy or carrying desks or chairs or anything they would always ask the guys because they're like this is heavy lifting this is a this is a guy's job and like another thing is like even on the internet because so many people are on the internet obviously tiktok or any social media all you see are misogynistic jokes like get back to the kitchen or or you belong in the kitchen you're a dishwasher or whatever um a lot of our problems come because the youth, the younger kids are being taught that this is what's acceptable. Mm-hmm. And um, I'd like to believe that as the generations you know, continue, it's the parents who are more you know, informed that will inform the children and then they'll, it's like a cycle mm-hmm. eventually, yeah. But also what I've noticed though, is that the kids younger than us they have a very kind of weird understanding. Um, At least I guess this is what I notice on social media, but I find that younger girls right now are very, um, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with this, but I think it's kind of premature, but they're very like, um, like sexually knowledgeable. How do I put this correctly? In like a toxic way, like for the wrong reasons. And they're being targeted by older men to be these like young flowering blossoming girls of like you know and I just think first of all if a girl is wearing something revealing or she's dressed really nicely she's doing that for herself and that's something society will never get on top of and so every single girl that's young and she's trying to like be confident and the way that social media perceives confidence in girls is to be revealing which is fine if that works for you that's fine but the way that it's being responded to by men is only is only like making the problem worse. And so as much as I know that my children and every single child that like you guys, your children will be fine. 
I am kind of scared for the younger kids because they've been exposed to social media from such a young age. Um, and I don't know, it's just, it's kind of like a grim future, but I think with things like this, when you talk about it, it can really help people understand how to deal with these disparities. You know what I find weird? The 18 thing, like once they turn 18, um, like all of a sudden all these sexual comments like are allowed. Like it makes me feel so uncomfortable because like right when they hit that age, it's like, oh my God, like I can say whatever I want, which is so crazy because that means like all throughout their entire like adolescent years, like they've been just waiting to like leave these comments and it brings back the thing with like the OnlyFans mm -hmm. and I feel like they're just like over sexualized right now. Exactly. I don't know if, I don't know if Bob, you've heard of Bob. Is her name Maluma? Is that her name? No, is yeah, it Maluma Malou, guy? Wait, Malou, Malou. She's yeah. this teenager, literal child. <laughs> the day she turned 18, the day on like 12 o'clock on the hour, she posted her OnlyFans. Like, and it's like, that hurts me because I want to empower her, but I know that she's doing it because of like her manage her male managers are telling her, this is how you're going to make money by having an OnlyFans, not by continuing to dance or sing or whatever she used to do. It's going to be you posting naked pictures on OnlyFans for men, older men, men that will sexualize you and tell you you're pretty just because you're naked. So yeah. 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 I heard the same I thing kind of happened with, um, uh... Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Um, just on what you said, Liz, something similar happened to like Billie Eilish. I mean, she was so like over-sexualized by basically the media and society, even though she did not present herself that way. Mm -hmm. And then the moment she turned 18, like the entire narrative surrounding her being a female was like completely lopsided now and just like kind of disgusting. That was super weird, just super, super weird to, to see. and especially because like you can't avoid these things like you said on social media you see these comments so publicly it's 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 really weird yeah i think it's like it's so embarrassing because even like the big companies do this like i don't know if you guys know who kaya gerber is she's a model mm -hmm. and she's been modeling she's cindy crawford's daughter she's been modeling since she was like 14 or 13 and that's normal like girls start modeling really young but like at that age obviously there's restrictions to what they can wear on the runway um and she was so accomplished even before she turned 18 she was one of the biggest models she's in the so industry pretty too she's gorgeous and like everyone empowered her because she's like this young woman and she's confident in herself she's modeling um and she actually deserves to be there. Like, yes, her mom is famous and stuff, but she has, like, she has the height. She has, like, the power, her walk. She's, like, just an amazing person. And then the second she turned 18, you, like, I looked on my Instagram Explore page and all her shirts were, like, um, sheer. Like, she was wearing, like, sheer tops. Like, you could see her, like, chest and everything. And I was, like, well, this is, like, really embarrassing because these are, like, big brands that you expect to, like, yeah. You know, like these women aren't just there's women working for these brands. Like, yes, maybe yeah. there's a man manager, but there's like women in the casting room. There's women like yeah. choosing which models wear what. And it's like embarrassing to see that like the second this girl turned 18, everyone like pounced on her and they were like, Oh, well now we'll put her in our sheer top because she's like this powerful woman. Let's make her naked. 
And so like, it's just really sad to see. And it's like embarrassing that there's like even women contributing to this. And it all comes down to money. And we're not saying that you're, you shouldn't be posting whatever you want, of course, post whatever you want, but it's like, we fully know that these girls are being controlled by big corporations and whether they want to do it or not, um, if they want to power to them, but if they don't, then that's just horrible and just adding to, you know, the problems. Yeah. And it's sad to see that like people will only think a woman is powerful if she's like showing off her body. Like, yes, you're powerful for showing off your body. Like I respect you so much because it's not easy to like it's not easy to like be slut shamed and like called names and everything. Like it's really hard and I respect you. But I also respect a woman who covers up. I respect and- a woman who dresses modestly. And like it's sad to see that like the definition of a strong woman now is a woman that um just like dresses and revealing clothes I think a strong woman is a woman that dresses however she likes whether that's revealing or modest yeah but like I have this constant fear on like yes I have like 300 Instagram followers but I would never post a picture of personally I would never post a picture of myself in like a bathing suit not because I'm not confident of fucking I love myself but it's like I just I just don't want people to look at it like that. Not because it will hurt my feelings, but because I don't want my body to be on someone's mind in that way. Like that just doesn't sit right with me. It's no, not I think it's like I don't think it's bad to say that like the the boys in my high school when a girl posts like a bikini picture, then that's like that becomes the girl who posted the bikini picture. Exactly. That's all she is at this point. And that's how people view her. That's every, that's the only thing people remember when they mention her name. And I don't think it's like bad to say that because that's the reality. That's like, literally, that's, yeah. that's what men are like in our society. And like, yes, it's sad for the women, women, but like, that's something that men will have to change. And I don't think it's coming anytime soon. I don't think that change is coming anytime soon. So I think there's like things that are harsh, but need to be said. And Ronnie is the best. Rania's the best at saying harsh things that need to be said I literally don't care like I remember this one girl she was like beautiful and she's intelligent she's so smart she was uh she went to my high school and like she was popular but like she was also like nice and like smart so like I don't I think she like deserved to be popular because like everyone did like her and for the right reasons and then she went on vacation and posted a bikini picture and then everyone was like, oh, did you see her picture? Did you see her picture? Oh, this is the girl with the red bikini. And it's like, well, you guys forgot that she's like nice. She's smart. Like you forgot everything else about her. And now she's just the girl who posted the bikini picture. Isn't that I, like interesting? Rania, you said you were like, you know, empowerment. A lot of people view empowerment as showing off your body. But at the very same time, they get slut shamed. And it's so stupid. Like, how are you going to, you know, advertise that this is what empowerment is? But at the same time, you're like, oh, she's, she's, you know, a hoe. She's, mm-hmm. she's like a slut. Like, it doesn't make sense. How are you going to advertise this, but actually feel this, you know? Yeah. And girls do contribute to that too, because girls yeah. say those things about each other too. And that sucks too. I mean, yeah. A lot of them are insecure. Two sides, like they either like see you as like a full on slut or like a prude, like there's no in between. Yeah, you're either vanilla or you're like a hoe. And it's like, 
but personally when it comes to me i would rather be called vanilla than a hoe but me that's too. me that's me. a good flavor you know yeah exactly <laughs> yeah but yeah i think there's like there's so much wrong with how society views women and there's so much wrong with how we view ourselves like i just want to grab every single young girl and be like you can wear whatever you want, but that does not make you an empowered woman. Like, like you can wear, you can wear revealing clothes. If you want, that will make you an empowered woman. You can wear modest clothes. If you want, that will make you an empowered woman. But there's so much more to it. There's like, are you actually doing what you want or are you doing what society wants you to do? Are you like ambitious in your career whether that's I don't care if your career is porn are you ambitious in that career and so I think that's like what makes you an empowered woman yeah and also the pressure yeah yeah no you go for it there was this I just wanted to also note that we didn't answer everyone's questions that was sent in just because we cut some but there was one question that I mean kind of very superficial but it's like what makes you a bad bitch and to me confidence if you're confident with what you do you're you are amazing. You're a wonderful woman. If you're not confident, you should work on that deep rooted within you, not becoming confident because of what other people think, because of the 40 comments you get when you post a bikini picture versus the two you get when you post a picture of your cat. Like, no, you should become confident deep, deep down in you for you to become the most powerful woman that you can be. And it takes time and it takes lots of, for me, at least it takes a lot. It took a lot of like fake it till you make it. Like literally looking at yourself in the mirror and being like, you're fucking amazing. You're beautiful. You're smart. You're intelligent, whatever. As as stupid as that sounds, I literally have looked at myself in the mirror and said that out loud on a bad day. Like it's fine. So yeah. Aya, you were going to say something. I'm sorry. I keep cutting everyone off. No, no. Don't apologize. Just so passionate. Go ahead. Um, I was just going to say that there's a lot of unnecessary pressure on women as opposed to men. It's like... If a girl did the same exact mistake as a man, everyone is going to attack her. Everyone's going to remember it for years to come. And they're going to bring it up at every single opportunity they possibly can. They're going to call her a hoe. They're going to call her stupid, unintelligent, incapable. But then if a man, you know, dated around or did or messed around, I guess, everyone's just going to let him off the hook. And it's going to be like, yeah, he, he didn't do anything wrong. He didn't, you know, it's I just I it's a double standard. And it's so prevalent that a lot of even women um, contribute to it. And a lot of women don't even see the issue with this. They're like, oh, it's, it's who cares? But it's also rooted in culture that a lot of men just get away with, you know, mistakes. To add on to what I was saying, there's like, it's that double standard. It's like when a guy has like a lot of partners or he's been around or whatever, he's a jock and he's like, oh, like something other guys look up to and it's like oh he's like the it guy <laughs> but when like a girl does it she's a hoe or she's like you know she's looked down upon and people like, slut shame and like it's you know it's that double standards that that's really damaging because it causes a lot of insecurity mm-hmm. and then it's just like builds up and builds up and even like girls do it to other girls but it's just like you know, it's just like a whole lot of things that come together mm-hmm. and make it really hard to kind of overcome. Mm-hmm. 
I think okay. it's also shitty how women are expected to raise the next generation. Like, what I remember is when Charlie D'Amelio, uh, D'Amelio, she, like, got caught, like, smoking a jewel or, like, vaping. And, like, the entire, like, comment section of the video was parents being, like, she's setting a bad example for these, for our kids. She's setting a bad example for you our kids. You should be setting an example for and your then kids. When I, and then every, like, every guy TikToker that you see, I bet they vape. And they show it, and they're not, like, they're not scared to show it. Like, if you watch David Dobrik, all his friends vape. No one no one goes in comments, they're setting a bad example for my kids. Like, why are women expected to raise the next generation and set an example, and men aren't? And I think that's, like, that that plays into, like, people teaching their daughters how to be, like, a good woman. And then their men, like, their sons are, like, free to do whatever they want. Yeah, and that's also because girls are so impressionable. Like even even adult girls, we are so impressionable. I mean, just think about like fashion trends. Like we literally follow every fashion trend. Like we are so impressionable. And I mean, it, you know, whatever, it sucks. Okay. I wanted to also add, I feel like Bob has just been asking questions and sitting there, but I hope you've enjoyed listening to our little rants. But I wanted to add that in next week's episode, which is not coming out next week, it's coming out after reading week. We're good. I have, I think I'm going to ask the similar questions, but like to you guys. Um, and then Bob will get to say his side of the story. Cause you know, some guys are great. Let's just <laughs> put it that way. Um, but yeah. Um, Bob, is there anything you want to add? No, I think that was really good. I wanted to ask a not so serious question at it off on, but I think that was a great conclusion and you guys had a great conversation. I don't want to, dilute that with anything else that's funny or whatever we can save that for another episode i think that was really good okay um i want to say thank you to you bob for coming um and i'm excited to do the counterpart of this in a couple weeks um and see what you guys have to say because i'm sure that you have not similar but different hardships (laughs) and different adversities that you also face um so i would love to talk i'm excited to talk about that and I would love to talk about the whole Instagram discourse with y'all because I definitely kind of can imagine how guys look at Instagram and like bikini pictures and whatnot. But like, I would actually want to hear it from a guy rather than just make it all up in my head because sometimes we tend to villainize men just saying. Um, so yeah. Um, okay. Thank you for coming, everyone. It was a pleasure. Um, I'm excited for next week. Bob, like seriously, thank you so much. I hope that you don't feel like we attacked your gender. Um, no, no. But yeah, okay. All right, I'm yeah. gonna say- Thank you for having us. <laughs>